Hey y'all, it's A Few Minutes with the Pew Podcast. I'm Lily. And I'm Maddie. And we have a passion to see people make Jesus number one in their everyday lives. We want to get serious about being serious for Jesus. Will you join us? Welcome back to the show, everybody. We're so excited that you are here and joining us for yet another episode. If you are new to the show, we are so excited to have you here with us today. We have been talking a lot about priorities, a lot about the Sabbath and rest, and just a lot of really interesting topics that I don't feel like we are discussing in the church much today. There are some things that we've been discussing that A lot of people just stay away from because it's just easier not to talk about them. People don't want to talk about Mm -hmm. them because we don't want to have to address anything. We don't want to have to change anything or to adjust our lives in accordance with scripture and all that stuff. So we're digging into it, though, because we believe that these things matter and we believe that these things are important to us and to our faith and that the Lord calls us to live a radically different lifestyle. And that starts with our priorities. You guys know know that we have been so passionate about this topic since we began the few, before we even began the few. We were extremely passionate about seeing people make different choices so that they can live a life that is totally devoted to the Lord, wanting to live for Him in such a serious manner that the rest of the world looks at us and says, I want what you have. Mm -hmm. I want that relationship with Jesus that you have. And so today we're going to take a look at how to create a life that you don't need a vacation from, because this is something we're hearing a lot in our world today, especially Christians. You hear this constant, you know, work is just terrible. School is just terrible. Life just stinks in general. And I need a vacation. I need to go back to the beach. I need to, you know, just get away from everything and have a week long vacation and everything will be better. We're going to take a deep dive into why that kind of mindset and living everyday life like that is detrimental to our faith and how that impacts everything that we're saying and doing and how we're really not focused on the kingdom and we're not being effective for the kingdom because our priorities aren't in line and we're making choices that are not benefiting us or anyone else for that matter and Mm -hmm. definitely not benefiting the lost. So Maddie, catch us up on anything that we need to real quick and then we'll get right into this episode. Okay, so everything is pretty much the same as it always is. Y'all know new blog posts came out on Thursday, and we've also had some new podcast episodes out, like Lily mentioned. They have all been kind of following a little bit of the same theme, and we've been talking about the Sabbath and setting priorities and allowing yourself to truly rest in the Lord. Mom actually wrote last week's blog post because she found some inspiration in a conference that we just went to and talked a little bit about that in her blog post. It was really good about kind of also setting some good priorities for yourself and really seeking after the kingdom and functioning in a spiritual mindset instead Mm -hmm. of a material and worldly mindset. So it was a really great blog post and you should definitely go and read it comment your thoughts about it and all that great stuff. Be sure that you do go back and listen to the podcast episodes that we have recorded recently because they are really good and they are not like you don't have to listen to them before Mm -hmm. you listen to this episode. But if you want a little like mini series, which we literally never do on the podcast because we are just so bad Mm -hmm. about consistency (laughs) and 
like promising y'all things and then being like, okay, never mind. We have something different to talk about this week. But look at us. We're sticking with it. The third episode along the same lines as what we've been talking about. So I'm very excited for this one to kind of wrap up that little mini series. But if you want three consecutive episodes that you can listen to that all kind of go together Mm -hmm. and tie into one another our last two that we've recorded plus this one are great for you to listen to Mm -hmm. definitely okay let's start out with a scripture that i think kind of sets us up for the whole discussion that we want to have today comes from james obviously of course james 3 16 and it says for where you have envy and selfish ambition there you find disorder and every evil practice. Now, this is a common verse and one that we see used quite a bit in the church, and I think that we just kind of glance over it. But when you really look at it and you're trying to examine your life and your priorities, this is an extremely convicting passage here because he's saying that when you have selfishness, when you are envying different people and you are just so inwardly focused on all the things that you want and the things that you're desiring, it says that you will find disorder in every evil practice. Mm -hmm. He doesn't just say, some evil practices, some sin, he makes it very clear, there you will find disorder in every evil practice. He's not messing around in this verse. He is stating it, plain Jane, here you go. If you have selfishness, if you are operating in a state of selfishness, this is what the result of that is. Mm -hmm. And we can see this happening in our culture when you see people just constantly making choices that revolve around them and only them. They are so inwardly focused that they can't see anyone else. They don't think about anyone else. And it's just this constant repetition, this constant self-sourcing kind of cycle Mm -hmm. that they get themselves into because it's just me, 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 nobody else matters. And then what just utterly amazes me is that they, even a year down the road, they've made some bad choices. They have made, well, all of the choices that we make in selfishness are bad choices, okay? Yeah. Every single one of them. Mm-hmm. There, There's nothing good that comes from selfishness ever. And scripture warns about this time and time again. That's why when we get saved, we have to not return to our old dead self. And we have to put those things away and become this new creation that Jesus calls us to be. And he enables us to do that. It's not us trying to do that on our own and in our own effort, but he helps us and he gives us his spirit in order order to do that and to live a life wholly unto him and a life that's devoted to him. And so I think that that's that's incredible because what we see is people make this string, this long string of awful choices and just selfish choices. And then what you see them do is they're so overwhelmed and they're so stressed out and they're so, I don't know what to do with my life. Everything's just failing. And what do we usually hear? I just need a vacation from my life. I just mm-hmm. need to get away from that. And what I always want to say to people is, you know, my inward my inward thoughts are, is that not the life that you have created? Yeah. Is that not the very life that you have chosen to live and that you have cultivated that life yourself? Nobody is making those choices for you. Mm-hmm. You were the one who made those choices and now you are dealing with 
the results of those choices. You're you're reaping the consequences of them. And then we say, oh, we, we can't do it anymore. We're so overwhelmed. We're so stressed out and all these different things. But that is what we have created. That's what we've allowed the enemy to do in our lives. And we don't even realize that. And that's such a sad reality in our world today and something that I, I truly, it kind of drives me crazy in the church when I hear Christians talking like this and I see them making these kinds of choices and I'm not saying that I don't make some of those choices myself. Yeah. I definitely do. Not perfect over here whatsoever. But I really try to follow the Holy Spirit. And I'm I'm wanting to live my life unto the Lord in such a way that my life is no longer my own. I don't want to live a life that I need a vacation from because I know that my life is not my own. This is Jesus's life and he gets to live and work through me. He gets to display himself and his glory and his power through me, I am just a vessel that he's using in this world. And my time is not my own. My affections, my desires, my whole life is his now because I have a personal relationship with him. Mm -hmm. And it, everything's impacted by that. So really, if we're looking at the Christian life the way that we're supposed to be, there should not be any envy or selfish ambition. And the great news in this is that if we don't operate in envy and selfish ambition, like James is saying here, then you won't have to worry about living a life full of disorder and every evil practice because now you're living unto the Lord and mm -hmm. it's for the sake of the kingdom. So Maddie, what would you say? Like, if I were to ask you, how do you think we create a life that we don't need a vacation from? What would be your answer to that? I think it all boils down to pursuing spiritual desires instead of material and worldly desires. Mm -hmm. And I know that we say this all the time, but this genuinely is the root of our problem. We become so focused on the material and the worldly stuff and the trends and our possessions and what everyone else has and mm -hmm. what we don't have. And so I think when you focus on that, you're just in this constant cycle of self-pity and victimization mm -hmm. and you just want to have a little pity party for yourself and then go on a vacation that is apparently going to fix everything. Right. But then that vacation's not going to be as good as everyone else's vacation. You're not going to go to this extravagant resort and you're not going to do all these things. And then you are just starting the cycle all over again. And it's this constant repetition of a self-pitying mindset that I think really hurts us mm -hmm. a lot because when you are constantly functioning in self-pity, you are never going to be happy with what you have and you are always going to want something more, which mm -hmm. honestly is a natural desire because when you're living in this shallow and worldly lifestyle, you're always going to want more because you were created for more mm -hmm. and you were created to want more. So that is a natural desire that we have, but one that we don't actually act on in the way that we should. Mm -hmm. We think that that boils down to accumulating more material possessions, more friends, doing more things than everyone else is doing, or you know, we just have this consumer mm -hmm. mindset when it comes to literally everything. And so we think that that's what's going to solve all these problems, what's going to help us to feel content and full and happy mm -hmm. and we're going about it in the complete wrong way. So I think that when you take your focus off of the material desires and the worldly desires and you put them onto spiritual concepts and you focus on the Lord and you focus on what he has for your life, which may not be super glamorous and crazy, mm -hmm. but is going to be fulfilling, 
you are going to end up living a life that you love so much more than simply pursuing material things and trying to keep up with everyone else. Because, I mean, let's be honest, that is exhausting and all of us have been doing that for so long and I don't know why we want to continue Mm -hmm. doing things like that when we know deep down that we've done this before and it didn't work last Mm -hmm. time. Why is it going to work this time? yet we choose to ignore that fact that we know to be true and we just continue with this self-destructive cycle of accumulating more stuff, doing more things, being around more people, being better than the people that you're around and be around more glamorous people that are already achieving the lifestyle that we think we need and we completely ignore that spiritual side of things which is ultimately what our soul is craving Mm -hmm. and that nothing else is going to satisfy. So I think that we really create a life that we don't need a vacation from by not participating in literally all the other vacations that everyone else is taking Mm -hmm. because you look at all this stuff that we do and we keep ourselves so busy and so occupied so that we can have many vacations from our life as we're doing different things and we're ignoring the problems behind the scenes and we're ignoring all the unhappiness that we're feeling. And so we fill our schedules with sports and get-togethers and self-care and, you know, all these different things that we think are going to fulfill us because everyone else seems to be fulfilled when they're taking little vacations like that and yet we still feel as empty as we did when we started. So I think that to build a life that we don't need a vacation from, we need to stop tagging along on everyone else's vacations Mm -hmm. because we have got to cultivate a life that is completely separate from the world and the trends and the stuff. And we need to be focused on Jesus in such a way that we don't really care what everyone else has and we don't really care that we're not necessarily keeping up with the trends Mm -hmm. because we know that we have a faith and a belief system that is completely timeless and that is going to be there forever and is going to ultimately lead to an eternity spent with Jesus, which is going to be the most fulfilling thing that we could ever experience. Right. I think you made a good point there because what we don't realize is that the busyness that we're creating in our everyday lives is just a distraction from spiritual problems. It's a distraction that keeps us from addressing our spiritual emptiness. Mm -hmm. You see, we're trying to fill that spiritual void. We're trying to fill this emptiness that we have inside and that nothing else can satisfy. We're trying to fill that with all the worldly things. Mm -hmm. And we try to We try to make that stuff eternal in our own power because we don't want to give our lives fully to the Lord. We don't want him to be Lord of our lives. We're okay with him being Lord of everything else. Mm -hmm. Like he can be Lord of the universe. He can be Lord of somebody else's life, but he can't be Lord of my life because that means that he has my time. He has my affection. He has my attention. He has all of me. Mm -hmm. And I don't want that because I don't want to surrender that control to him. But you have to understand that he is so committed to us, even if we aren't committed to him. No amount of striving or commitment to him can earn his love. You can't earn his love. You can't earn any of that. Mm -hmm. He has fully committed himself and shown his love to you by dying on the cross for your sin. And the very least that we can do is respond by surrendering our whole lives to him. I don't know why we can't 
get to that point in modern day Christianity because Jesus wants us to live a life that is so full of happiness and joy and satisfaction, but he knows that that can only be found in him. It can only be found in him. Nothing else will satisfy. Nothing else will fill that spiritual emptiness, that spiritual void that you have. And I love this quote by A.W. Tozer. Of course, we have to go back to him. And he once said, getting what you want is never really what you want. Just take that in for a second. Getting what you want is never really what you want. He goes on to say, what you truly want is only found in Christ. Until he is your highest desire, you will still feel empty when you get everything else you want. Your heart was fashioned to fit perfectly in the hand of its maker. Trust him. I love that second line especially. What you truly want is only found in Christ. Until he is your highest desire, you will still feel empty when you get everything else you want. You see, this is what we're constantly doing in our lives. The busyness, the striving, the mindset of I can get better on my own. We all know that that's not true because we've all tried it, right? We have all operated in our own self-sourcing deal where we are taking care of ourselves. We're trying to do better. We're trying to give up drugs. We're trying to give up alcohol. We're trying to give up all the worldly stuff. We're trying to say no to activities we know we don't have time for and shouldn't be doing. We're trying to say no to that friendship or that relationship. All of these things can only be done with the power of Jesus Mm -hmm. working within us and guiding us. And it has to be him living through us and using us And we have to be obedient to him in that. That should be our desire. We have to desire to be so obedient to him, even if it's crazy, even if it seems illogical to everyone around us, we have committed ourselves to doing it anyway because we know that that is where true joy and happiness is found. That is where we are satisfied and fulfilled. That is where we begin to live a life that we don't need a vacation from. Because remember, it's not our lives in the first place. Mm -hmm. When you give your life to Jesus, it is fully surrendered to him. He is Lord of your life. And you should not feel like you need a vacation from living a life that is fully surrendered to Jesus. I promise you, you will never feel like that if you are making him your highest desire. That is ultimately the only thing that is going to fulfill us. And I know that we, we say that like over and over and over again, but genuinely, Think about your life and the things that you are doing and Mm -hmm. the things that you are filling your time with. Think about how much you really love it because I don't think we really do. Mm -hmm. I think that we will forever with tears of pain and stress in our eyes be like, I love this life because it's just what everyone else is doing. Let's start being honest with ourselves and let's start admitting that we are not happy buying into all the stuff that the world sells us. Mm -hmm. It's not fulfilling and it is not what's bringing joy to our lives and it is not what is keeping us close to Jesus by any means, let's be honest with ourselves that we want something more than this. Mm -hmm. I think that's the first step that we need to take is that we need to acknowledge that this is not what we want and then we need to go about changing it. This is where I can tend to get messed up because I will tell myself, I don't want this. This isn't what I want for my life. This isn't fulfilling me. And you admit that and then still with the tears in our eyes, we continue Mm -hmm. on Mm -hmm. in what we've been doing for years and years and years. We continue on with our material mindset. We continue on with seeking after this thing that we know will fulfill us, but that we just haven't found yet. But surely we'll find it soon enough in all the different things that we're doing. That is not the answer. Mm -hmm. The answer is Jesus and pursuing spiritual desires that he has placed 
innately in our nature Mm -hmm. that is where we are going to feel most like ourselves and it's where we're going to feel closest to jesus and ultimately that is what is going to make our life so much better than what we're experiencing now and i know that sometimes we look at the hardcore christianity i am going to commit my life to this as something that could be perceived as boring or just something that is going to be kind of monotonous Mm -hmm. and you're going to go through the motions constantly but i think when you have a genuine relationship with Jesus and you are genuinely pursuing spiritual desires, it doesn't become something where you're just going through the motions. It becomes this thing that is exciting and that is life-giving and that is fulfilling. So when we have that genuine relationship with him and we don't just have this religious concept of Christianity, Mm -hmm. it's not going to be something where you're just going through the motions. It's going to be something where you are chasing after him wholeheartedly and he is revealing new things to you about the world around you and he's helping you to cultivate this life that is so genuinely filled with joy that none of the stuff that we did when we were functioning in that worldly mindset can even compare. Mm Mm-hmm. I think the key thing to remember here is that we need to stop distracting ourselves. Mm -hmm. Here's our practical application, and I'm challenging myself in this as well. Like, I'm not just saying this on the show and telling y'all, hey, fix your lives, get yourselves together. (laughs) I'm wanting to do this too because this is where we find the true joy and satisfaction that we've been talking about. Only in Jesus can we find what we've always always been looking for. He is the answer. He is the solution. And I'm so tired in my own life of running to the things that don't matter, the things that are not eternal, the things that are not helping me to live the way that God intended me to live. I don't want to keep going back to those things. I want to realize that those are not helping me. Those are not bettering me in any way. And they are certainly not making me more Mm Christ-like. And that's the goal. I want to reach the end of my life and have prepared every single day for eternity. That's how I want to spend my life. That's how I want to spend my time. I want to build something. I've been talking a lot about this recently in our Bible study, and I believe I've said it here on the show many times, but I want to build something that's going to outlive myself. I don't want to just live a life that is for me, that is just concerned with me mm-hmm. and full of selfishness. I don't want to do that. And yeah. I think that so many of us, we have that desire to live for something more like you've been talking about, but we have no idea how to do it. Mm-hmm. I think the first step is let's stop distracting ourselves from the problem. Mm-hmm. We all know that we have a problem. So let's stop and let's actually take the time to examine what the problem is and do something about it. Is it going to be hard? Is it going to be difficult? Is it going to be painful sometimes? Absolutely. But it will be so worth it because we are beating back darkness by doing that. We are beating the enemy and we're being effective for the kingdom when we're doing these things and we're taking the time to do what Jesus has called us to do. So I would just encourage you in that. If you're busy, if you've been making choices that are keeping you distracted from your spiritual issues, from your spiritual emptiness, and you're trying to fill that emptiness and that void with all the worldly things take a step back from those things, say no, and let's actually examine together what we can do differently and how we can fully live for Jesus this week even. 
All right, y'all. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. It's kind of the last one for our little series thing here. So we hope that these last three episodes have been really impactful for you and have just helped you to kind of reevaluate your life. I know that it's definitely encouraged us to continue doing that. Mm -hmm. And like Lily said, this is not just something where we are preaching at you and telling y'all to change your life because I still struggle with chasing after things that I know are not going to fulfill me and still struggle observing the Sabbath and still struggle keeping my priorities straight. But I believe that if we all band together on this thing and acknowledge the fact that we want more than what the world is offering us and we genuinely start pursuing those spiritual things, we are going to live a life that is so much more fulfilling and will offer us so much more contentment than anything Mm -hmm. we've experienced before. So we are going to wrap this episode up in prayer. So please pray with us. Lord, I just thank you for this day, and I just thank you for the opportunity that you've given Lily and I to sit down and record this episode and just talk a little bit about how we all need to change our lives to be able to pursue you more radically and more emphatically. I pray that you would just really help us in that, that you would make yourself known to us, and uh, that you would just help us to chase after you in your presence, and that you would really just help us to find those spiritual desires that you want us to chase after and I pray that we would genuinely begin to chase after them. I pray that we would live lives that are so radically different from the people around us that we become this spectacle for you and that people just look at us and know that there is something so different about the way that we live. And I pray that we would be able to tell them why it is that we are different. So I pray that you would just guide each and every one of us in this upcoming week. And I pray that you would just help us to keep these things at the forefront of our minds. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Alrighty, guys, thank you so much for joining us for this episode, and we will talk to you all next Monday. Bye, guys.